Good morning, everybody. This is We That Podcast, where we bring you the fire news. We bring you the great entertainment. We bring you every topic. It does not matter. We bring you sex talk, relationship talk, and vice talk. I am the host of the show, and I'm being joined with my beautiful co-hosts. My wife, Lady Cece. Now, what's good, ladies and gentlemen? This is We That Podcast. What is good, ladies and gentlemen? How you doing, baby? Hey, I'm doing good. How are you? Uh, I'm doing all right. Uh, for the people who don't know, for the people who was not aware of it, um, your boss a was a free agent, and um, I decided to go back to the home team, and um, I'm on this thing with my wife now. Um, you know, for a lot of people, y'all remember me being on We Lit with Raina. Um, you know, some stuff happened, and uh, I decided to go back and do the podcast with my wife. So this is where I'm at now. You guys can find us. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and we might give you guys a Saturday show. Um, so right now, our days of right now being the one the show is going to be Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and maybe some Saturdays. Um, reason why I picked that because I got my YouTube stuff coming into play that I'm gonna be doing a lot more. I have neglected my YouTube thing, but I will be doing that again. And um. You know what I'm saying? We back doing this thing with me and my wife. Um, you know, we read that. And, um, you know, other than that, man, I'm going to get into everything we're talking about. How was your own um, Thanksgiving? It was pretty good. How was yours? Uh, you already know. It was straight. You know, it was good. <laughs> Hell, ate some food, watched some football games, you know, a little, a little like that. Um. What's going on, listeners who are listening? For the people who listen to this on the replay, man, we just going to give you guys a show. Today, we got a couple of topics we're talking about today. Today's topics, um, we're going to talk about why some women put men on child support. And then we're going to talk about why some men feel like they shouldn't have to pay child support. And then we're going to talk about the situation, what's going on with these kids, why these young kids of today are feeling like they have to kill, feeling like, why are they so violent? Why are they so um, pressed to go ahead and pull a gun off? And, you know, why are they fighting around the world? We're going to get into that as well. What is the imbalance with these kids? Um, all right, without further ado, though, we're going to get into, oh, I, I know a lot of you guys asked me if I'm still going to bring the, the emails Still gonna be doing emails. I'm still gonna be doing the emails. So over there we had lit mail. Over here is it's gonna be called regular old daily mail. And we from out of our daily mail pile from the mailbox, we're gonna read maybe four to five emails that you guys sent in. Um, I was surprised when I looked up there. A lot of you guys did send us pictures. I mean, uh, emails today for us to talk about today. So we're gonna get into those at first. But first of all, we're gonna get into some news. Some news of the day. Um, let's go to the first report. Galliel Union was fired from America's Got Talent. And the reason why she was fired, 
was reported that it was because of race, racial was involved. Something happened with one of the white um, producers and they fired her. And uh, I'm asking my wife, how do you feel about that? Do you feel like she shouldn't have got fired from America's Got Talent? Because I think she was doing a very good job. Um, the cast now is full white people. It's full white uh, members now. It's not any more black people on the members. And I feel like Nick Cannon, when he got fired from America's Got Talent, he said it was a bunch of racism stuff going on as well down there. So what do you what do you think? Um, first of all, I feel like she shouldn't have got fired because she is a um a good person. She um I just I just feel like she shouldn't have got fired, you know. Right, right. I feel that. Um, like I said, man, I think she, it was because of racism, a lot of shit happened, and we don't know what was said in that meeting, but I can only wonder, and um, that that's a blow for America's Got Talent. A lot of people like the Gary L. Union, and, you know, she was, she brought a different feel to the show that a lot of people wasn't getting, so I think it's going to be a very good, uh, she's going to be greatly missed, and I don't know what's going to happen. But I think we need to go ahead and rectify that and get and get the situation taken care of. Um, let's get to some more news. Yesterday, I mean, not yesterday, on the last show that I did with Raina, we talked about um, Justin Timberland. The situation was going on Justin Timberland. And a lot of you guys asked me to visit that with me and my wife. And I'm going to go ahead and talk the her side on it as well. Um, Justin Timberland was spotted with a female actor, a black actor, Actress, I'm sorry, female black actress, um, without his wedding ring on, and the reports was that he was cheating on his wife with the co-star, and the reports are true. Justin Timlin has been came out and said that he has been cheating on his wife of two years, of two three years, and a lot of people wanted to know from you and me, um, could you stay with someone who cheated on you? You you asking me that? Yeah, this from they 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 asking us. They asking both of us. Could you stay with me if I cheated on you, or could you stay with? Yeah, you got to stay me because I'm your husband. Would you stay with me if I cheated on you? Well, to answer that question, um, yes, because for y'all who don't know, I cheated in the past, um, on my husband because I was lusting, you know. I still had feelings for my ex, and I know it was wrong, you know. But at that time, you know, I wasn't thinking about that. I was just thinking about, you know, fulfilling my needs. And, um, well, I ain't going to say fulfilling my needs, but I was, you know, at that time, I wasn't really thinking and like I say, I still had feelings for my ex. Um, so to get back to that question, um, yes, I would stay with my husband and give him another chance because he gave me another chance. You know what I'm saying? So, mm. I mean, and I feel like cheating is wrong. It's the it's the wrong way to to go, 
you know, if you're having problems in your relationship, I feel like we should sit down and talk it out. You know what I'm saying? Sit down and figure out, okay, what is the the root problem in this marriage? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Okay. Um, I get that. You guys already know what I did. I stayed. Um, but uh, if it would happen again, I probably would leave because of the fact that I know who I am, and uh, it, it's not there. It's not. It's not good for a person to stay with somebody who could completely keep cheating on them. Um, right. Uh, next thing we got on the docket: Tyler Perry is in the news um, of lately. Tyler Perry helped a he helped out a sick couple. <clears throat> By paying off the doctor uh, bill, forty. I mean, I'm sorry, fourteen thousand dollars tab. He paid off. They. Uh, it was a couple in Atlanta. He went to go visit a friend, and he was told that a couple in the, the hospital. Oh, he went to go see a friend, and um, and a family member approached him and told him that you know they had a guy in the um in the hospital that wanted to that wanted to meet him. So Tyler Perry went to the hospital, the hospital room, and when he went in the room, he talked to the guy. Um, no more than fucking five minutes, Tyler Perry came back in with an envelope, and he paid off this guy medical bills. The guy had cancer. Um, he had uh, he needed money to pay to get the cancer um, off, get it, get the cancer out of his body, and he couldn't afford it, and Tyler Perry paid it. So I think that is very awesome, right? I think that's very awesome that he did that. Uh, Tyler Perry didn't have that to do. And a lot of people um, are saying, you know, that he's a hero for that. But Tyler Perry's been doing this. Tyler Perry has been employing his whole staff at Tyler Perry Studio is mainly black actors, black actors and black actresses who couldn't get a job in Hollywood. He said, I'm going to give you a job. The ones who went to Hollywood and did these roles that you see these young white girls doing, they couldn't get these roles. Tyler Perry's doing it. And not only is Tyler Perry doing that, Tyler Perry is making, ladies and gentlemen, he's making something that's going to compete with Disney Channel. He's making a kid-friendly network. He's already in the processes of making a kid-friendly network that's for kids. Meaning the same way Disney Channel had these shows, he's going to have black TV shows on TV again. See, Disney Channel used to be at one point black only. We used to have it. Like every channel, every show used to have somebody that was black in it. From the Raven Simone's, you know, show. From the That's So Raven show. From the Proud Family show. You used to see something of black. And we don't have that no more on Disney Channel. So Tyler Perry is going to do that. How do you feel about that? Do you feel like that's going to be a great um, thing? Yes, I feel it's going to be an awesome thing um, mm-hmm. to bring people, you know, together. Right. That's, that's right. Most definitely. I feel like that's a good thing. Most definitely. Most definitely. Um, Let's get into some more news right quick. Um, something happened in history in uh, Alabama, something that took place over 60 years ago, 64 years ago. 
64 year anniversary of the bus ride um, took place in Montgomery, Alabama, where Rosa Parks decided to not get off the bus. They unveiled a statue over 64 years ago. And a lot of people are surprised and a lot of people are mad. A lot of people are upset about it took them this long to put a statue of her up there. And I am one of the people who are on the side of saying, you know, I was mad, but thinking about it, they got it. They got the statue because at the end of the day, um, they, they didn't have to put that statue up, but they did. And it took 64 years for them to get it, but they actually put it up there. And I think that's something that black people around the world should be proud of that Rosa Park did uh, get a statue. And um, I don't really about it other than, you know, it's a good, it's a good moment for our family. Uh, it was a good moment for that town. And um, on the 64 year of that, 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 that incident, I like to just say to my black people, she did that and died and did everything she had to do for black people. We need to stop sitting on the back of the bus. I know it's hard. I know we, we try not to do it, but a lot of people love to sit on the back of the bus. You have to be proud of what she did. And what she did was for you to be able to sit on any part of the bus. Mainly a lot of people might sit on the back of the bus. Me personally, I sit on the back of the bus because I know old folks like to come on the bus and I don't want to have to be getting up because they come in on the bus. I know I like to give the old folks my seat, so I sit to the back. But a lot of people just sit to the back of the bus for no reason. How do you feel about that statue being unveiled? Um, I feel good about it because it shows that they, you know, still remember her and still remember what she had to go through. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's, it's um is letting us know we don't have to um sit in the back of the bus is letting us know we don't have to be treated in a different way you know what i'm saying right. we all are um we all we all are human beings it don't matter the right. color it don't matter the race we all are you know human beings I feel right. like it's a good thing. You know, it don't matter how long they took. At least, you know, at least they did it. Mm -hmm. So I feel I'm 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 proud of them. You know what I'm saying for doing. It. Mm -hmm. So all right, um, we got three more pieces of news, and then we're gonna get into the show. Um. A huge Thanksgiving brawl fight broke out at a mall in Miami <clears throat> where five people was clinically injured, four people were shot, and six people were stabbed on Black Friday. And we talked about this on my previous show with Raina about what is the meaning of Black Friday. And a, a lot of people might not remember what I said or know what the meaning of Black Friday is, I will tell you. The meaning of Black Friday is when, if you look it up on anything in the dictionary or if you look it up in the Google, it would tell you the meaning. The meaning of Black Friday is where back then in a, in a slave plantation era, 
they used to sell black slaves because we all were black. They used to sell slaves for cheap. They used to, because getting a slave used to cost you money. That's how white people got power. That's how white ancestors got their money. That's how white ancestors got all these riddances and all these great houses because of black people. They couldn't sell a slave no less than $400. $400 back then was a lot of money. So $400, you were rich with $400 because stuff used to cost a dollar. Stuff used to cost not even a dollar, like 50 cents, 20 cents. You can buy a whole meal for 30 cents back then. So if you had $500, you was rich. You see what I'm saying? So back Black, Black Friday used to be a half discount date to sell slaves for a discount price. A lot of people still practice Black Friday, not even knowing that fact. And all we're doing is basically wasting your money on stuff that you really don't really need that's going to break or you're going to get tired of playing with. That's all we really do. But we still go out there and give these corporations our money. A lot of people don't even know you go out and stand in these long ass lines and it's mainly cold as fuck on Black Friday, right? You go out there and stand in these long ass lines getting, trying to get a product and you can sit at your house on a laptop on Cyber Mondays and get the same product for cheaper. But I think it's just the thrill. So some people said it's the thrill of going out there, getting it. The thrill of sitting in the line making sure you first the thrill of just going in there running around trying to get the best price stuff i think that's the thrill of why people do it but i really think it's sad um what do you feel about that um i feel i feel the same way like what you were saying some people um get the thrill out of it some people go um I guess for the excitement, some people feel like um, it's fun to get into fights. I know it may sound crazy, but some people like that. Um, and some people just go for the the deals, you know. So mm-hmm. that's my take on it. Mm. Okay. Um, there's a little news. I, I, I touched this on the show as well, Raina. But um, this news came out past this past Thanksgiving weekend holiday that Steve Harvey had to um, throw out the rapper mobile future out of his house. Um, reports were surfaced a month ago that uh, Steve Harvey and his wife, Marjorie, was having dinner in Italy with future and daughter, uh, Lori Hunter, Lori Har- uh, Harvey. And they were having dinner on a yacht in Italy. And it's overseas. And um, it looked like it was supposed to be a good, you know, a good meal. It was a good lunch between them two. Everybody, you know, that was the first time him meeting Steve Harvey as, you know, the, the guy who's dating his daughter. And the reason why Steve Harvey is in the news so right now is so frustrated because I got a I got a uh, a sound bite to let you guys listen to. 
It's a short sound bite, and then we're going to get into the story. This is what happened when she made 18, because she just made 18. This is what happened when she just made 18, and this is her explaining with her mom, Marjorie, that she would not date when, because just listen to the story, and um, she, her mom would try to tell her what's, you know, what's going out there as a mother. You know, we're gonna, you know, we didn't let you date until you became 18. They wouldn't let her date until she became 18, and they're gonna explain that why, but. You know, when you start dating, you need to date somebody that's on your same level. Don't date somebody like a, a rapper. But you're going to hear that sound bite. And then after the sound bite, I'm going to give you the rest of the story. Let's go to the sound bite. And a sound bite, guys, who don't know, is basically just a clip or a audio of what happened. Let's get it. Oh, I know you just started dating this year. So how are we gonna handle that? Okay, no athletes, <laughs> no rappers. <laughs> we gonna go down the list. When it comes to dating, my mom, there's nothing to worry about. I got this. Don't ever try to fit in when God is clearly creating you to stand out. Always be a lady and understand you are the prize. Don't give yourself to anybody that is not going to be your husband. If they love you, if they really care about you, they'll wait on you. Steve and I have been drilling this into our daughters for forever. You always carry yourself like a lady. Being a lady never goes out of style. First of all, the baby she was playing with, that ain't her baby. That's our granddaddy's. Secondly, when it comes to dating, Lori ain't got a damn thing. I got I handle Lori dating life. Because, look, if you come to get my daughter, I have every right to decide whether she gets in the car with you. And at 16, my daughter's not getting in the car with this boy that's 19. You feel how you want to feel about it. You're not. Not once a kid. You raise your kids any way you want to. <laughs> but you're not. My daughter ain't getting in your car at 16. So we waited till she was 18 before we allowed her. But we did explain to her that it wasn't that we didn't trust her. We don't we don't trust <laughs> <laughs> They don't want the one thing and they can't afford nothing. He ain't working, he ain't got nothing, he can't give you nothing, he can't replace nothing. He ain't got insurance. That was Steve Harvey and his wife a month ago on his ready on his TV show at the time. Steve Harvey does not have the TV show anymore. He can't, they canceled the uh, show. He's not on that show anymore. But that was a month ago when he said that. And now as of this month comes out, she's dating future. In the last month and a half, she has dated six rappers. Let's go down the list, shall we? The list is first relationship was with Omarion. She dated Omarion for a couple of days. She dumped Omarion. She was reported dating Lloyd, the ringer rapper and singer Lloyd. She didn't, uh, that didn't last for no more than a week. She was reported dating Pete Diddy, Sean Diddy Combs, Pete Diddy. That lasted over maybe two weeks. That was her last relationship until new boyfriend Future. She dated Two Chains. She dated McMills. For a previous of maybe two a week and a half, so she's been dating four to six rappers for over a month. 
and she dumped him less than a week. And the reason why this report is so is so appealing because the report says that she came to Thanksgiving dinner pregnant by Future, the rapper. And the reason why this is so crazy, Future, the rapper, has currently has eight children by seven different women, ladies and gentlemen. Let me say that again. <clears throat> this rapper has eight children by seven different women. One of them including the one that we love to love on CC Sierra has a child by him. And Lori Hunter would be baby mama number eight. And child number nine or 12 if they got twins or so, right? Mm -hmm. How do you feel about that? Would you be excited to call future your son-in-law knowing the things that he have done to so many women knowing the things that he's been accused of doing to Sierra spraying her name out there putting pictures up there about them when they had sex they have sexual encounters he put a whole partner of what they did that was supposed to be secretive like would you be okay with that no I wouldn't I um I agree with what Steve and his wife was saying. You should not give your body to someone who's not willing to marry you. Um, because you can wind up pregnant and that person can leave you stuck, you know, raising a baby um by yourself. So we we as females we have to think before we do you know what I'm saying um so first of all I feel like it's disrespectful to put somebody's name out there like that and to put videos of somebody online to make them look bad that is that's that's very disrespectful because I feel like if you was going with this girl and you loved her at the time that you was gone with her. Why, when y'all break up, you gonna right. try to downgrade this girl, and you gonna try to make her look bad in front of everybody? That means you never did love her in the first place. All right. Because why would you wait until you know y'all y'all separate to start talking trash about somebody? You know what I'm saying? That means you felt like that about that person when you was gone with them. So mm -hmm. that's, that's how I feel. Okay. Um, I feel like you feel too, same way. Um, I would not be proud of this. Um, you know, I would love the baby, but I wouldn't be proud or really call him my son-in-law or anything like this. We don't know if he has, we don't know if he have plans on marrying her or not. He haven't married the last seven baby mamas. Um, so we don't know if he, you know, wants to marry her or not. We don't even know. But the reports was because Future and her left his birthday party. And let, 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 let's explain to you guys. This man is 38 years old, Future. He's 38 years old. 
uh, Steve Harvey's daughter, Lori Harvey, is 18. He left her, him and her left his birthday party, and it was reported that he was touching her stomach. And then after he touched her stomach, she touched her stomach. That's a, that's a sign of being that she's pregnant, right? She looked like she gained a little weight, you know, because she's very petite. If you know Lori Hunter, she's a uh, Lori uh, Harvey. She's very petite. She's very small, but her stomach looks a little bit, you know, like she got a little pouch there. And, you know, we don't know what people are, you know, just thinking that maybe the baby was kicking and he touched it or maybe, you know, maybe this is having an infinite moment together. We don't know. But we'll know in the next eight to nine months if the baby was really a factor or not in the relationship. But a lot of people are saying that this won't last. Um, you know, she don't dilly diddy not even being with the man. And I, I think Diddy asked to marry her. He proposed to her and she said no. She's only 18, ladies and gentlemen. She wants to live that life. Her dad, you saw and heard, you heard what happened. If you want to watch that story, you can go to his website and check it out. But you heard what happened. He waited until she was 18 to have a, a, a relationship or for her to date. A lot of parents do that. And those parents, those children who wait until they're 18, when they get 18, every woman have this thing called the whole phase. Every woman has it. Some women experience it as kids. Some women experience it too early because they get raped and they have that whole phase. Some women experience it when they get older, in their 20s or their mid-30s. But every woman go through it like every man go through it of being a hoe. And... It's not selling your body. It's just basically having a lot of sexual encounters with certain people. And um, she at her whole phase right now. She wants to do that. In college, it's normal for a kid or, I'm sorry, an adult to be in college and have sex with different people. It is normal. But in this situation, um, she has a lot of growing up to do. And I think Steve Harvey is, like he said, he's really disappointed. She has everything. That's going for her, and she's fucking it up for love, but in the wrong places. But um, thank you guys for that. That was a new story for the day. Uh, let's get into some of these emails, and then we're going to get into some of these topics. First email of the day, this is for me and my wife to answer. So a lot of you guys might not know, we're going to do emails, like I said, and me and my wife are going to answer them and be truthfully what we feel out of our minds about the, about the um, email, and we're going to try to give you the best advice that we can give you. So the first email comes from a young lady named Jennifer. She said, how you doing, we that? This is my first time writing into you guys, and this is my first time listening to you guys. I have listened to Doc's previous shows with Rainer, so I know he's going to go ahead and give me great advice. I am a 28-year-old woman, married, wife, and mother. My husband is 32 years old. We've been together for 10 years, and we got married two years ago. I didn't have any major, we don't have any major complaints in our marriage. But my husband's behavior is kind of strange. It's, it's kind of getting strange. We briefly met in college, and when we was in college, we did what college couples do. We had sex every day, or 
much as as much as we could, we would skip class to have sex. We were young, inexperienced, and trying to get our you know thing together. I am older now, and we have more responsible things to do. So I am too tired sometimes to even have sex every day, or if often, as much like many times a night, maybe two to three times a night, my husband would like to have sex. I pass out as soon as I get home and get in the bed because I had a full day of work cooking, cleaning, taking care of our children. My husband, on the other hand, is always in the mood for sex. If he doesn't get it his way, he complains about it until I give in or until I give in or he'll just go to sleep. The other night, I woke up and he was in the bed. Uh, he was in the bed masturbating. He said it's not fair that I get to refuse sex from him. That's the only thing that relaxes him when he come home from work. We start talking and matter until he, he started taking matters into his own hands. Literally. He will be right next to me in the bed feeling himself or masturbating. I feel so bad for him going to, it's going too much. It's going to be a little bit too much. I called him. I caught him in the shower doing it. I caught him on the couch doing it. I caught him in our family room masturbating as well. And he'll say, honey, I just want to make myself feel good. So the other day, I felt so bad because I thought I was not doing my duties as a wife. So I said, you ready for some sex? I try to turn him on. He told me, no, that's okay. You can go to sleep. I'm going to do it myself. So now it's been two weeks now, and he has not wanted me to touch him. Can you guys help me in this situation? What should I do? You can go first. Okay. Your name is, her name is Jennifer, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, Jennifer, I'm going to give you some advice because I've been through the same situation that you've been through in my past relationship. So I kind of know what you're going through. Um, <clears throat> as far as him not wanting you to touch him and not wanting sex from you, it either can be he's cheating um, wait, 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 time out, time out. She said the story starts off that he wants sex from her, but she's so tired and her job and the mama duties that she falls asleep. Now, it's not that he's cheating, it's that probably like I did it one time with my ex. She didn't want to give me sex, so I got me a a little toy for men, and I started having sex with that little toy. It's like a pocket pussy. And that basically got me off. So when it came down to her wanting to have sex, I was like, no, I'm not giving it to you to make you feel... And I was trying to make her feel bad because she was making me feel bad because she was turning down sex. Because she was always saying, I'm tired, or she would come home from work, and blah, 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 she would go to sleep. But 
That's what I think. I don't think the man's cheating, but you go ahead. Okay, so I didn't hear that part at first. So, um, so yeah, um, what made you um, not want wanting to have sex? You know, I understand that you you be tired. You know what I'm saying? Um, I understand that, but at the same time, you have to give and take. You know what I'm saying? You have to give your give your man what he wants because if you're not giving him what he wants, he's going to look. What's good, ladies and gentlemen? This is the Doc, one half of We That Podcast, brought to you guys by Anchor FM. And I'm telling you guys about a brand new platform right now that we are on called Spotify. Spotify is a brand new app where you can find thousands and thousands of uh, podcasts like We That Podcast, The Breakfast Club, Lip Service, Joe Button Podcast, and you can find Dr. Phil and different other platforms on that podcast site. Um, and you can also listen to thousands and thousands of hours of music as well. So go download Spotify and become a fan and hit the favorite and let us be your morning wake up. Thank you guys for coming. other places for the things that you're not giving and then he's going to feel like okay she every time I ask her to have sex with her she always telling me she's tired what's really going on so then he gonna start thinking okay um is it me or is she cheating I'm not saying that you are cheating but those are the things that he's gonna start, you know, saying to himself. Because if you always come home and he wants sex from you, and you're always saying, baby, not today, I'm tired. You know what I'm saying? That's gonna put in his head, okay. Um, is it something I'm doing or is it something she's doing? Mm-hmm. Um, this situation is tricky, Miss Jennifer. Um, what I think he's really doing, I think he's just trying to make you suffer because now he knows you want the sex and he was trying to get the sex and he was refusing it. Now, we all have those moments that we tied. You know, me and my wife have those moments. She might want sex, and I'm like, I'm out in the mood. If I want sex, she might be like, I'm out in the mood. We do that as people. Right. We all have lives. Even though we married, we still have other things that we do in our life that makes us tired. Um, like she said, man, it's a give and take. You have to give and take, and you have to make sure your, your spouse know what you want. Uh, let, that, let your spouse know what you want. And once you... Once you tell him what you want, you know, let him know that it's not him. It's not. It's not the fact that he's you're not desirable or he's not desirable or nothing like that. It's just the fact that you work too much. See if he can try to take some things off your hands. Like I don't know if you guys schedule, but you say you come home and take care of the kids. So maybe your kid. I'm just feeling the fact that maybe your kid is younger. If your kid is young, maybe 
he needs to say, okay, let me come home and um, take care of the kids. So when she does come home, the kids will be taken care of already and you would have more time to do what you need to do with your husband. That's all that I can see in that. Um, you know, if you need my help, write us back and write us another email and give us, you know, let us know what happened. Take some of our advice and see if that worked for you. And, um, you know, we welcome you, you, you um, we welcome your uh, email back to the show. So let us know if that helped. Right. And try. And, and like, if you come home and you tired, talk to him. Let him know, look, I'm tired right now. Can I, you know, get some rest? And then when I get up, you know, we can do, you know, what they do, you know. But try to work with him. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't want your, your man to go looking for love in other places. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, next email, this comes from Lisa. Lisa email writes title, looking for love in all the wrong places. Um, we that I am a 20 year old black woman that comes from a very loving and caring family. Some as far as classy, we are classy and respectable. Wait, I've been taught, I've been talked since I've been talked in and since I was a little girl that men will treat you the way you are allowing them to treat you. I come from a small family with a lot of men and I need help. I can't find a man that wants to be serious in a relationship with me. I know 90% of this is my fault. Um, we put on, we I put on myself. I have no limits when it comes to sex. I am a very sexual active person. I have sex with, I have sex with when it comes to first dates. Hell, even first encounters. I've had sex with women. I've had sex. I've had one night stands. I had one night stands. I don't have a, I don't use protection ever, ever. I have never had an STD, but I know it might happen one day. Nobody in my family even sees me in this way. Nobody know that, none of them know that they thought I was a, they thought that I was a virgin still because of, they did, none of them thought that I was a virgin because all the pregnant scares that I have. Yes, I have got pregnant over six times and have lost them. Um, I don't bring men to see my family or meet my family. Hell, some of them don't even stay stick around even long enough to even meet my family. I have had one night stands. I have stopped seeing someone after the second time of dating them. It's my fault, but I'm asking you guys, can you guys help me? Because I've had sex with over 300 people. Damn. I've had one night stands. I've had sex with married couples. No, I'm sorry. She said 30 men. I'm sorry. 30 men. I've had sex with married couples. I didn't have three sims. 
can you guys help me? Because I know that this is what's what's keeping me from getting into a serious relationship. You want to go first, or you want me to go? Um, I can go first. Um, go ahead. I feel like the reason she's probably giving herself away to these different men because maybe she um she she's confused <clears throat> and she don't really know what true love is <clears throat> meaning you have to like you were saying um these men is not serious you have to love yourself before anybody else can love you and i'm learning it you know what i'm saying i'm learning it um it's not good to just give your body to every man that says, I love you. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know if they told you they love you. Um, I don't know why you um, was, you know, sleeping with different men. I'm not judging you because nobody is perfect. But what I'm saying is... Um, I don't know if you looking for love from these men. Um, I don't know if you have daddy issues. Um, I don't know if you know your dad. <coughs> Some women. <clears throat> she says she comes from a loving home. So okay. she comes okay. from loving with two parents. Okay, well. Maybe I, I feel like she's just acting out. I think she, you know, like I said, every woman goes through this whole phase. Every man goes through this whole phase where they just want to have sex. And this is basically just her phase. And, you know, a lot of a lot of preacher women, a lot of preacher uh, girls, children, especially if they have girls, when they, they dad is a preacher, their dad is practicing and telling them sex be not, no sex before marriage. So once they get that first moment to get out of their dad house, they start doing whatever they say their dad told them they shouldn't do. It's like Steve Harvey said, you can tell your child, I don't want you dating somebody, and if you pivot it, that's just going to make her want to do it even more, just to make you mad. Um, and I think that's what she's doing, because her family don't see her in that way. They know she's not a virgin, though, because she didn't have so many pregnancies. That's the reason. She's, she's trying to basically might be trying to fit in with other people. You know, that could be another thing, too. She She's trying to compete with the women that she think is, you know, because a lot of women feel like if I don't got a man on my hip, I'm not a real woman. Or I'm not a bad bitch is what they say today. If I don't got a man on my hip on each side of me chasing me down, she's not a bad bitch or something in some type of way like that. So I think it's just the fact that she, she don't know who she is. Correct. But... But the part about you not using condoms, please, please use condoms because they got all these different diseases out here, and you you don't want you don't want that you don't want that for your life. So please use condoms. Mm hmm. Um. This is. The next one. This is from Toya. The title is Me and My Bad Attitude. 
so so it's the run this is the rundown me and the guy i've been dating for about six months i really like him but he told he tells me that i have a bad attitude i don't think so i mean sometimes i can be a bit much but i have been like this my whole life and i don't know what to do about it he asks me to just chill sometimes but i always get what i want i always got what i wanted i have been the only child i was like this as a child i was like this as a kid i'm sorry i was like this as a kid so sometimes i don't know what to do when i have missed out on gifts i have missed out on trips because of my attitude um but a lot of people love me for my attitude some tell me that's one of the reasons why they're attracted to me because i have an attitude like this and i really need help because i really love this guy and i won't i don't want this guy to leave me because of my bad attitude can you guys help me change because a lot of people stereotype me. Yes, I am a black woman. A lot of people stereotype me as a black woman saying that all black women are mean. I had my dad in my life and I had my mother in my life. I've never saw my dad or mom fuss, not even once. So I don't know why I have such a bad attitude, but I think, I think it's just the fact that he is a mama's boy who always had his mom on him. And I think his mom didn't talk to him in this type of way. I am straight up forward. I don't mind telling a female she smell like fish. I don't mind telling my friend he's fat. I don't mind telling my boss, you know, what I want to tell him. Because I'm that, that's, that's the kind of female that I am. But I know this is pushing my man away. Can you guys help me? You go first. Um, when you when you feel um that you are about to get angry, what I think you should do is breathe in and breathe out and try to relax. You know what I'm saying? Um. <sighs> You know, um, I don't know what's the reason that you have, um, that you get so angry, but, um, yeah, that's what I think you should do. And, um, I think you should sit him down and talk to him, try to, maybe you need to get some help, um, with that, with that, with your, um, situation that you're facing you know what your what your anger problems i think mm -hmm. you should go try to seek some help for it and it's not saying that you're crazy it don't mean that you're crazy it's just mm -hmm. you know you want to seek help before your relationship mm -hmm. you know end up bad you know what i'm saying before y'all end up separating you don't want your attitude to mess mess up your relationship. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So 
try to get some help. Try to sit down and talk to somebody. You know, sit down and talk to somebody that you trust that can, you know, be on your level, that can understand where you're coming from. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Or go to a therapist. You know what I'm saying? You and him both go to a therapist and try to, you know, talk your problems out. That may help. You know what I'm saying? So. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's some good advice. Um, uh, we're gonna get into um, we're gonna get into our next topics, right? Quick, these last three topics. Um, but my advice is to you, sweetheart. Like she said, get you some some uh, some help. Or to a counselor, try to get your anger management therapy. You know, maybe it's just your anger, or whatever. Um, you know, a lot of people like that from what they raise. Um, one of my sisters is very sweet. She has a bad bad attitude, and that's basically because of the way that my auntie raised her. She was being raised with me and my mom and dad, but she was raised with my auntie because she stayed in California a lot because she had a job in California, um, and that's the reason why she has a nasty attitude. But um, yeah, it's just because of your environment, and you know we don't know what's going on in her in her mind personally. So yeah, if you want this guy, you need to make it work. Um. Uh, the reason I'm asking you, you guys, you guys asked us about um, these the child support uh, situation. Why do some women put men on child support? And the reason why, uh, the reason I'm bringing this up because I had a discussion with some people on Beagle, and one of the ladies from Beagle went to the Instagram and asked me to uh, ask this question. She said, "Hey, Doc." I'm going to listen to you on Beagle the other day, and I heard why you said someone to put men on child support. I think that is kind of a false statement because I put my man on child support. I put my baby daddy on child support because he did not want to be a father. He, was not, he wasn't taking care of his responsibilities. He wasn't coming around to see his child. And I think when people say that about people who put men on child support, women that put men on child support, I think everybody makes us fall in that one particular category. I'm not a gold digger. I don't even want no money from my man. All the money that comes from here goes to my child. I know you wasn't talking about me in particular, but I just wanted to let you know that I am a very good mother who takes care of our responsibilities. Can you guys discuss why some men don't want to pay child support. So first of all, let's get to the first reason why some women put men on child support. I feel like some women put men on child support out of spite. Some women put men on child support because they want to hurt that man. Some women put men on child support because they need to, because they need the Section 8. A lot of people don't understand when you put a man on child support, you are getting child. You are getting child support, food stamps, WIC, Section Eight. You can get that without putting that man on child support. You can't get it. So that's the fucking hook that the government do. You want all this shit? Okay. You want all of it? You gotta put your man on child support now. People don't understand when you put that man on child support. If that man can't pay or misses payments, the people come to get him. Jail police come to get him because he's behind on his child support. Then you lock him up. You basically, in so many words, are selling your husband to the state for food stamps. But a lot of people who don't have it or don't have the money don't give a fuck about sacrificing the man to get what they want. 
that's just me. But you can go ahead and answer the question, but well, I feel like some people put men on child support to take care of their kids. Some people um that can't that can't really, you know, find a job at the time. So they feel like, you know, hey, let me put him on child support. Let me try to get some help. But then I think some people put men on child support to be mean, to be hateful, because they know, like you say, if they don't pay the child support, they're going to wind up in jail. I feel like <clears throat> some women put men on child support so they can use the money for themselves. Um, and then I feel like some some women do it, like you said, for the benefits, for to get food stamps mm -hmm. and other, other stuff. That's what I feel. Yeah, uh, a lot of a lot of these women put these men on child support to control the narrative, to control when they see the child, when they supposed to see the child, and all that shit as well. Uh, let's get into the topic of why they don't want to pay. Some men feel like. Like my brother felt like if I'm paying for my child, I should be able to see my child. I'm paying child support to see my child. And his ex-wife would um, cut the visits down, even though the court said he had two hours to see his kids. And that's another thing that's just so fucking ridiculous. You go to court and a court judge tells me I have to spend two hours. I can spend two hours with my children. Two hours is not enough time for a father to be a father in a child's life. And they gotta wait till all the way to next week. Some some men get confused and say, you know what, I'm not paying child support. Fuck that. I'd rather you bitches lock me up so I don't have to pay you hoes. And then I'm out in my child's life anyway because when I do be there for two hours, what can a man do for two hours with his kids? What can you really teach them in two hours? as a father who don't be with the majority of the time. They already used to being with their mama. They already used to seeing what their mama see. So you can't correct the hour in two hours. You can't. And then I gotta wait all the way to next week to see my child again? Nah. So a lot of men feel like, fuck the child support. Why would I pay it if I can't even see my child in the first place? Now, that, that's fucking us because we're gonna go to jail, not them. We're gonna wind up going to jail. And the kid is going to be suffering because we're not there. But I, I just think, man, that they need to change the way these fucking rules are. They really do. Now, the rules are different. Back then, they used to be able to take care. You used to be able to pay child support and the women didn't have to say what the fuck they was doing with it. Now, everything that you do with child support, you got to have a receipt for it. You got to have a receipt for it. And if you can't account what you're doing for it in some states, your ass get arrested. I think that's a good plan. Um, um, but yeah, what do, what do you think, Bob? What do you think the reason why some men don't want to pay? You're my reasons. What do you think? I think because some men, some men feel like, okay, if the child is not mine, so they, I'm going to just say this. If a woman tell a man, that um, the child is his and they never did do a DNA test and she's trying to 
put him on child support, the first thing he's probably saying in his head, okay, how do I know if this is my child? You know, and why should I pay child support for a child that's not even mine? And then there's some men that feel like I'm, I, don't, I, I don't feel like paying child support because all the mom going to do with the money is just spend it on herself. You know, mm-hmm. some men feel like, why should I waste my money sending it to this woman that's not going to do the right thing with the money that I'm sending her? Mm-hmm. She's not going to make sure my kids have um, school clothes, school supplies, um, you know, just the things that they need. New clothes. Mm-hmm you know, stuff like that. Um, and have money to, to do different things with the child. Like, you know, do fun things with the child, with the mm-hmm. Um, Some men just feel like the woman is not doing what they're supposed to do with the money. So why should they, they feel like, why should I give her my earned my hard-earned money that I work for, mm-hmm. work. and she's not gonna do what she's supposed to do for this child. Right now, I'm not saying y'all women don't do what y'all supposed to do. Now there's some women who don't do what they're supposed to do with the money. Mm-hmm. They use it on themselves. Now, I'm not talking about the women that take care their business. I'm not talking about y'all. So. Please don't come at me thinking I'm talking about all women. I'm talking about someone. Mm-hmm. So that's how I feel. Heard that. Um, I just think, man, it's a, it's a yin-yang, and I think we need to go ahead and get that taken care of because they need to go ahead and, and review that law to make it better for men. I don't think a man should be going to jail, and I don't think a woman should be able to dictate how much time he spends with his child. Um, let's get into this last topic. Uh, the last topic of the show is about these teenagers who are on the run. Four teenagers escaped from a um, jail, a detention center for youth, and it's basically juvenile jail for youth, young teens, um, and they are on the run right now. They have not been uh, caught. Um, all four of those inmates who were locked up are in there for jail, uh, for, for, for items of, of robbery, murder, um, drug familiar, drug dealing. They sold drugs. And a lot of people in Tennessee are mind boggled and wondering, wondering how did these four people, how did these four young men escape from jail? Um, talking about around the world, and we're going to give our take on it. And the take is why do why do some black young men, or why the youth of today, rather, are into killing and violence? I'm going to start with you. Go ahead. First of all, I feel like they don't have no guidance. They're walking around with hurt and no forgiveness in their heart. And they, they feel like nobody um, wants to listen to them. Like, they have so much hurt hurt inside you know no one wants to sit down and listen to them and they feel like nobody loved them so they feel like okay um 
if nobody care about me, why should I care about somebody else's life or somebody else's feelings? Even though it's wrong what they're doing, but mm-hmm. I feel like that's why so many people going around hurting because they don't have, they feel like they don't have a verse. They feel like nobody is there to love them. And if they was raised in a home where all they seen was violence, they gonna grow up thinking, okay, my mom did this, my dad did this, so why I can't do it? Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's wrong to go around taking people's lives. You know, I feel like nobody should should die, you know. Mm-hmm. I feel like nobody should lose their life just because somebody else is hurting it bad. Y'all ever heard hurt people hurt people? People that's mm-hmm. living inside, they go around hurting other people because they hurt. And they don't know how to, to love. They don't even know what love is because they haven't been taught to love. So they grow up thinking, okay, it's cool for me to go do this. Some people get a thrill out of going around killing people, you know, and it's mm-hmm. bad and it's very hurtful for people to go around taking people's lives, you know. These people have families, you know. What about these people's families? Right. And how can you go to sleep at night knowing that you took somebody away from their family? How can you go to sleep at night walking around with your head held high like you ain't do nothing? Like, it's a game. They got a lot of people feel like, okay, they feel like it's a game to go around and shooting up people. Right. But it's not a game. These are people's lives, you know, and then they don't have unity. Right. We, it's, it's, it's an undivided nation, you know, until we come together and learn how to love and forgive and it's, it's, it's going to be the same. Right. That's most definitely. Um, And I just feel like, man, like like I said on, on previous on all my shows that I do, um, these parents are the cause. Um, in Texas, uh, I know a lot of you guys know about it, but in Texas, um, it's a law that they made that the parents approve. And a lot of people, when I say this law, a lot of parents get all out of shape and get all mad when I say this and they always tell me because they know I don't have a child. You don't have a child. You don't have a children. So a parent can do all they can and this child is still with blah, 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 doing what they want to do. I get all that. Trust me, I know. I've helped my mom. She was a foster parent. I helped my mom raise children and, and raise teenagers. So I get it. Parent can't be everywhere. I get that. But the law is a lot of people help pass in Texas. The first time your child that's under the age of 14, um, the under the age of, oh, I'm sorry, under the age of uh, 18. So if they 18 or younger, I mean 17 or younger, if your child get in trouble, the first time that parent go get a warning 
uh, a warning, and that warning is a paid warning that you have to pay. It's a fine. It might be $100, $200, whatever. The second time, you get another paid warning. That third time, the parent get arrested. Yes. So if your child is out there breaking into cars, they hold you accountable for it because you are the parent. And I feel like if other states adopted that same law, a lot of these parents' children would still be here. A lot of these parents' children would not be locked up. A lot of these mm -hmm. children here would die because the parent would be held accountable. Nothing gets you on a straight and narrow with, by coming out of your pocket. In football, when players do in the football and basketball, when these players do something out there, do stump stupid, and these coaches hit them in their pockets, they change their attitude a little bit. You know what I'm saying? They change because nobody wants their money to get taken from them. So I think that's what will help. But if you keep letting your kids watch TV, if you keep letting your kids watch Love and Hip Hop and Empire and all this other bullshit with you when you watch it, your children are looking at what they see. And a lot of these parents teach their kids this way. That goes on what I just said about food, about the uh, child support. A lot of these fathers are not in the household, and it starts right there. Maybe we should stop giving these women benefits and taking the fathers out of the household. We should start fixing the household by letting these fathers be in their children's lives. Yeah. Um. That was it for today for our show, guys. Um, we appreciate you guys for coming. Um, we gave you guys um, an hour and 10 minutes. Um, we're going to be doing the show since we didn't do it yesterday. I mean, yesterday we did it Monday. It's going to be Mondays and Wednesdays and Thursdays. That's going to be the times that we're doing the show. So we're going to skip tomorrow and give you guys a Thursday show. And then Thursday... We're going to skip Friday, and we're going to give you guys a Saturday show. Um, if you guys want us to come back for another show tonight, I will, or she will, or we both will, depending on what you guys want us to talk about. Uh, keep those emails coming. Um, and um, I love them. I love the energy in the emails. Um, one thing I can ask you guys to do, um, I don't mind if the email's too long, but I don't need it to be too, too long because we got other topics. Some of those emails took up most of the show. I'm not complaining. I'm just, you know, trying to give you guys some heads up. Try to keep them a little bit short to the part. Um, and uh, appreciate everybody for coming, man. And thank you guys for coming. Like I said, if y'all want to go over there, it's no animosity to me, boys, me and Raina. If you, I don't, I don't, I'm not mad. If you guys want to continue to go over there and continue to watch, listen to her and Henny, go ahead and do it. I'm a supporter, man. I don't care what she says about me on the show. I don't give a fuck, but if you guys want to come over here and listen to us, continue to keep coming. And thank you for the people who are going to listen to this on a replay. And thank you to the people who came in and wrote on the email. You got anything to say, baby, before we go? Yeah, I want to I wanna say thank everyone who listening um, and took the time out of y'all day to come over here and listen to us. Um, and I hope y'all have a blessed, you know, and a good day. Okay. Um, thank you guys for coming, man. We'll see y'all when we see y'all, man. We out.